Here we are, Big Bucket of Chicken Podcast, Episode 1. Kev McClure, how are you? Hi, how you doing? Good, my name's Lou Rayo. It's good to see you again. I'm Kevin McClure. And I'm Lou Rayo. Wow, we this just, is amazing. This, we, we just, I, wow. just, I just did the intro, Kev, you ruined it. Oh, I'm okay. okay. Podcast over. We're done forever. Okay. Are you you. sure about that? No, you know, I think we're all right. I I got time. I can leave if you want. (laughs) You just want to do it by yourself. I think it could be interesting. You're like, well, we had a good run (laughs) for about uh, 40 seconds. And then, uh, but no, it's been a long time since we actually uh, uh, did this. Yep. And now we're actually in some fancy studio. This is amazing. Yeah. It's almost like we inherited $5 million in the last two years. I know. I feel like someone like sponsored us, you know? Like I feel like we, we should get some cool sponsors. We like local Chinese restaurants only though. Like this the, today's episode is brought to you by Shanghai Garden. Yeah, exactly. You're going to love their food they do. This episode is brought to you by Mavis Tires. Get tires today. <laughs> I don't even know. Does Mavis have a theme? They probably do. Do you want to start doing that? Just do like fake, like just fake sponsors? I mean, we probably should. What if like fake so what it if, we make what it? What if some, they hear us and then they're like, "We do want to sponsor you." That'd be that'd be awesome. Yeah, and like they write us a check and then we're and then we're rich and we're done. I don't <laughs> they ever want to work again. And then the podcast just becomes about tires. Like like what, what kind of tires you got? Exactly. We become influencers, but then we become influencers. Just about, tires, just though, garbage, yeah. just crap, just like tires and just like Chinese or power tools. I can't even I can't even eat Chinese food anymore. So I don't why. Wanna, well, because I, I don't, what do you eat these days? Uh, from Chinese restaurants, just anything broccoli. I don't know. Just broccoli, right? And rice. It's, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's been more. a long time. We just got to talk about that. That you know, now you're you're yeah, kind last of a vegan. Time, yeah, last time we uh, we had the podcast, I was still eating meat and I was way fatter. Now I'm not. Like, I, I'm looking at myself on the monitor. I'm not that fat anymore, Kev. I mean, I'm still fat. The confidence is oozing off of you. Like right for now. other countries, do you I'm walk still around huge? now outside and just judge people now? Because that's what I would do. Not really, not really. But I should. I should start doing that. I think I should really add it to my repertoire of like. Like just like tapping people on the shoulder, like, "Hey, did you know there's another option for you?" Yeah, and then just walk away. I'm gonna do a spoiler alert right now. Uh, Kevin McClure still getting fatter. Still getting fatter. Still just like has blood pressure. Uh, it's it's hanging in there. <laughs> we're getting there. <laughs> no, what does that mean? Is hanging in there a good thing about blood pressure, or do you want? Well, to- I like when they just they just ask a question about your diet. They're just like bad. Like that's that's all I could say. They're like, well, have you in in the last thirty days have you eaten an entire Domino's pizza and gone right to bed? <laughs> it's like, no, I do that. Every Wait, day. did you see that? There was actually that was a question on there. Was it a question on there? And it was like, please check off what topics it was. <laughs> like that's that's what sucked about. Just like Philly cheesesteak every time, motherfucker. No, it was, we were just talking before. So like, so I was just talking about how like a lot of these fast food places they're trying to get like, a little bit healthier. They're trying to like shift their gears a little bit. So I was saying like you know now they have this Impossible Whopper out right yeah. now. Yeah, have you tried it yet? I have had it twice. Really? And it's fucking amazing. It's amazing. It's so good. Well, all right. I've never heard you talk about Burger King like that ever in your life. All right. So when I used to eat meat, okay. I would get fast food four days. Do you a week. call those the golden years? <sighs> I call them. I call them the ruffled the the the, the ridges ruffled years. Right no, before the crash. Yeah, before the. Uh, okay. Well, I stopped eating meat. Like it's been over two years, and meat was actually super easy. Dairy is the nightmare. Yeah, cheese and I stuff like eat, that. I'd, I'd have a tough time. I want to eat that a too. wheel of cheese. When I go to the supermarket, you know, like they have the cheese section in the supermarket. Yeah. They have literally like provolones that are the size of like Volkswagens. I so when of, you, before that, you would just put them into the shopping no, I would just, cart? I would just bite it. I would just bite into it like it was an apple. Like they're, they're on the cutting board, like trying to cut it. You're like, fuck it. Don't even do that. Yeah, just exactly. wrap that shit up and put it in yeah, the just, shopping just, cart. I would just like canoe it out of the store. Like just grab an <laughs> orange. Like, no, I got this, guys. I'm good. Um, but no. So um, I became vegetarian. And then still kind of – not because of like the squealing pigs dying in the gas chambers and all that kind of stuff, which is terrible, but I, I, don't, I don't I'll have to look that up because I have no idea about in that. In France, they don't cut – they don't kill they – they, they actually lower them to a gas chamber 
and they scream to death. It's, it makes the bacon just, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in Wait a minute. So you're saying that's what makes bacon taste so I good? Don't, I guess that's what the secret okay. ingredient well, is. Well, you it's are like, not, I don't know. It's mixed messages. It's here, like nerve I don't, like I don't know if gas. you're trying to st- you know, just make me stop doing bacon or make me eat more. <laughs> make me eat more bacon. It's, it's hard Try to say. Try side pork. No. Um, so uh, I haven't eaten meat. And then uh, I stopped eating dairy a few months ago, blah, blah. Anyway, so the Impossible Burger is this like genetically modified patch of which I've heard is a bad thing. It's right? not I genetically modified. I usually hear is not a good. I'm thing. not doing any research. I'm just eating the Whopper. Right. I'm telling you right now, the Impossible Whopper. For those of you who don't eat meat, people who eat meat aren't going to want it because for me, I don't remember what meat tastes like. I thought I did, and every time I've gotten the Impossible Whopper, I think they fucked up. What about when you're around animals and they make noises? Does that like give you flashbacks of when you no, were I doing that? Give, I don't give like a if shit. like a pig like just makes an oink noise, like do you go, oh my god, crackling? Is that sausage? Crackling biscuits? No, I don't. Uh, I don't, um, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm like the worst of all the vegans because I did it just because I wanted to get healthier. I mean, I was just not feeling healthy. Right. Eating, you know, meat three times a day and then like topping it off with like a pizza before I went to bed. Like, let me get my pizza sleeping pill and, you know, eat like a bacon pizza. Was it true that you had a like pizza under your pillow sometimes? I mean, it's not untrue. I mean, I don't know for sure, but there's definitely, there's definitely been pizza. Like a lot of my life has just been pizza. Well, what I was talking about with the Impossible Whopper, though, is like I was saying, is that like you know, that people think it's like oh, they're they're having a healthier choice. Yeah, no. But who better than the people, the great people at the Burger King Corporation, yeah. to really show us how to live a healthy lifestyle? Good, good for them, <laughs> because that's what I'm saying. It's like whatever. All my life, I thought Burger King, you know, that was like when you've hit rock bottom, you're just like fuck it, I'm just gonna get that every day, and we'll see how long I last. But now it's just like. People are flocking in there like, this is amazing. Like, they're like, they got a new lease on life. They're maybe taking up bicycling. Yeah. They're taking some hot Pilates classes. Like, it's going a lot better for the people that work, that live at Burger King. They, yeah, when I think health food, there. I think the people at the, you know, the Burger King Corporation, Taco Bell, McDonald's, they're all just really trying to, like, do the right thing by us, Kevin. I don't know what you're trying to, I don't like, I don't like your tone. I don't like your tone <laughs> one bit. But I got to say, I haven't had real, like, fast food in so long. No, that's good, Dan. I, you know, it's it's tough sometimes just because of the convenience it's part so of convenient. it. It's so convenient. Now, that's the problem. I did it about two weeks ago, and I was like, you know what, Lou? Once a month, you'll have a possible Whopper. And then yesterday, I was just were driving. You in, were you in, like, your room saying this to yourself? I was in a robe. Once a month. In a robe <laughs> with a pipe just staring at the window like, you've earned it, kid. <laughs> but uh, yesterday, I was driving by myself, and I'm on Deer Park Avenue, which, as we know, is littered with fast food restaurants. And I was like, you know what? It's raining out. Why don't you just pull over and have yourself a little snack? A little, Wait. <laughs> a little snacky poop. So, so the rain brought on the trigger right well, there? Well, I was like out and about. I'm running errands as you do as an adult. Right. And I'm like, I'm hungry. If I don't eat now. When... And that's tough when you're down that strip, you know? <sighs> it's tough for anybody. I, I mean, mean I, I, the one fast food I really miss is Taco Bell. Because I was for a while getting like the cheese quesadilla. Right. Like, let me get three of those, sir, and uh, some churros and a soda. I'm going to go sleep in the parking lot. Thanks. I'll be right back. <laughs> and... um. But the Impossible Whopper, look, it is delicious, but it's not, you know, a small, so basically the small fry and small soda, which is really a medium, it's still like 900 calories. It's still like half of the food you can have for the entire day. So if you have your Impossible Whopper, you're good as long as you're eating it, like knowing that you can only have like four uh, four heads of broccoli for the rest of the day or something. I don't know. It's not, at, no, by no means are any of these like right. Beyond Food, like the Beyond Burger, they're not health foods at all. Not right. even a little bit. They're disgusting. They're actually horrible for you, but the argument is like, what's worse, 
eating a piece of an animal or eating this like processed pea protein <laughs> mush. I love the Impossible Burger, but it's definitely not a health food. Not at all. Not even low. Yeah, food. that's the thing I was saying. Just like the, that that misconception mm-hmm. that like you're you're all of a sudden going to be eating healthier just because it's not beef or whatever it is. And that's kind of like that shift towards all the all the different things that are going on. Because you know, as as you know, there's a lot of progressive things happening progressive. in the world. Uh, yeah, well. w- w- mainly, I, I don't know if you heard this or not, or maybe you've gone to restaurants, but apparently, uh, the straws are a big thing for some people. <laughs> We're attacking the straws. Now. No, I, I'm just saying. Like, I don't know if you know this, but like, you can't get like a plastic straw anymore in a lot of places. Now, I'm not saying it's it's all over the place. Yeah, I got you. Wait another year. No, yeah, I don't yeah. know. But I don't know if you remember how this started. Um, I do, but okay. you, you want to tell it? Or yeah, you, though, there, there, was a, there was a sea turtle that they found, and they had a video. It went I viral. believe his name was Humphreys. Did they, they name the turtle? I don't know, but if, if I was going to name a turtle, I think I would have cared if they named the turtle or if I had gotten a name. I, we'll have to check back and see if they got a name. Because if he had a name like, I don't know, like, uh, like, like Turtle Domus or something cool <laughs> like that, like, I probably would have been like, oh, yeah, fuck these straws. We got we to gotta get rid of them. If they, like, yeah. zoomed in on the turtle's face, he was like, a tray. Yeah, so before Sarah McLaughlin shuts our show down or, yeah. like, does a PSA, I just want to say, so that one turtle, he had, like, a straw stuck up his nose. Yeah. And then, like, they went viral because, like, he was bleeding from the nostril. And everybody lost their damn minds about straws. And here, here we are a couple years later. And now, like, you go to, like, a restaurant or a bar. And uh, I don't know if you've, you've gotten a drink or anything like that. But they, they put this, like, little paper biodegradable thing in your, in your fucking uh, drink and, and like Jesus if you don't just suck that thing down yeah. that thing is gone man there's a time limit now yeah and, and, and I think you know this is my personal problem I think it make I think it tastes like shit like if you put that straw in your mouth and you're drinking oh shit it's terrible well there's different ones I mean alright so around here you can still get a straw at some places I mean Dunkin Donuts is still holding out they're, okay. they're still going strong with the orange pieces of plastic but in the hand are they waiting for like one more turtle uh, yeah I think like one more nose? turtle gets like the, the thing about that video I love the most though is it's not just the turtle's got the straw there he gets a pair of pliers and like yanks it out of the turtle's right. head and that, that's like i think what but that's the best way that, to do it right ru- i mean I, that's i don't okay well the, the whole thing with okay like let's just if talk, i'm in the ocean let's just, let's i'm just not meeting turtles I okay don't know. I don't. so i i just want to let people know about this okay i'm not sure if they're aware but um a lot of things in this world are made out of plastic yeah, okay so lou right now is drinking seltzer water and it's coming from a plastic bottle sometimes what we do is we use plastic utensils we use everything plastic i'm going to why the fuck <laughs> is it just straws like i just don't i don't understand that like there's so like we could be going after everything but meanwhile it's like i can't have a, a drink a sprite at a restaurant <laughs> Without, like, my fucking straw, like, collapsing it's on like, me in the middle of a, drinking it. They have spaghetti straws. You ever see that? They have, like, places where they actually have pieces of spaghetti. I know. Or, like, noodles. It's like a noodle straw. I think that's Is actually, that a better world, though? I, well, I feel like the noodle won't dissolve. There's 8 million tons of, like, freaking plastic particles in the ocean. And we're, like, <laughs> like slapping straws out of people's <laughs> mouths because Nipsey the sea turtle got fucking banged up one day Nipsey the sea turtle and that's the thing for me like I asked you if you do remember if seeing any other pictures of turtles that had that done I saw one like I think this morning actually. you saw one this morning I so you, what do you have like an update on your fucking phone you well like you know app? it's Instagram and like you have no control of what's going to be okay. in the feed and it's like you know it's like political crap booties and then like oh turtles because oh, I saw one with a plastic fork up uh, in its mouth so again that's my point it's not just well, the straws it's, I, ha- I have mixed and feelings why, by the way we have other animals why is it just turtles 
we we went with the cutest. The cutest, like, exactly. Yeah, Nobody like, cares about like a like a sloth. A sloth. A sloth ate a ate a, ate a plastic spoon. It's like ah, whatever. He'll yeah. Okay. Moving on. Yeah, like that's the thing. Be. I hate that. Like that's. We got like almost like we we got cutesied into doing all this shit. Like one sea turtle four years later, like the world's completely turned upside well, down. I have all right. So here's how I feel about the whole. All right, we don't obviously obviously we don't want plastic in the ocean. Okay, we all agree on that. However, if you're not smart enough not to eat like a like a like a white plastic fork, I mean, are you really supposed to be here anymore? Like, is that like I mean, think about it. let's say like human beings all of a sudden tomorrow just started drinking paint. Paint looks like fluff, like the marshmallow spread, and now dropping like flies because they're drinking, like they're going to Home Depot and like <laughs> pulling the paints off the shelves and chugging it down, like, oh, Benjamin Moore or whatever. Well, what if it had a Gatorade label on it? Exactly. Is it in you? Like, <laughs> exactly. Just, you're passed out dying? <laughs> it's, what, it's what plants crave. <laughs> no, and, uh, and, uh, and are we going to like ban paint or are we just going to be like, hey, listen, those are the people who don't get to make it. That's, is, the that's paint, the- is it a cute color? <laughs> is it pink? <laughs> because it, it, the cuter it is, the more likely it's going to get banned. So For the fourteenth day in a row, another child's been found with just you know red death around its right. face. Like Sid, the pink paint can. Yeah, I mean, like, so I really feel like, yeah, I mean, it sucks, but at the same time, it's like, well, maybe that's we don't know the truth. Maybe the Earth is trying to weed out people and things by use of we, they have us making plastic. Are you recapping an episode of Captain Planet right now? Is that what's happening? Because I, I, that'd be brilliant if you were. I mean, I I care as much as most people care. Not very much. You had a button once that said "I care." Don't you? I care. Yeah, it just said like "I that. care" on it. The it was, more you know, right? And it was made of plastic too, which is which is great. <laughs> no, I just I look at that like uh, you know everybody always goes crazy about these straws, and I always like post pictures of like the ocean with all the plastic in it. <laughs> like I always go find the straw. Yeah. Like where's the straw? The thing about plastic that's terrible is that every piece of plastic that ever went in the ocean is still in the ocean. So right. like your toy you threw out in 1956, guess what? Still floating around somewhere. Yeah, I'm Turtles still missing my Peter Venkman Ghostbusters figure yeah, from like we, 1987. It's in that. It's in that garbage island in between like the pacific ocean and like people are like what's going on here? oh peter Venkman. well yeah. the, the people think it's going to be like full-on plastic bottles but it's actually just like a soup yeah, yeah well because the like plastic is breaking thing. down and so if you're eating seafood guess what you're eating plastic yeah but the, good luck but if they season it right i'm cool exactly <laughs> if, if, if tilapia didn't taste good i wouldn't you know that's you know that'd be a different story but still delicious at a nice restaurant have you know? some peppers sir. Really i have the- faith in those i have faith in some of those restaurants that they're picking out the little plastic pieces <laughs> they're like oh this is a this is a professional restaurant the maitre d's like going around oh sir that's uh hold you, on let me get that for you, you pick the lobsters out of the tank and it's like <laughs> let me just take it from the back real quick and they just take a tweezers and they're just like oh we got a little we got a couple of uh you know some blue and some whites and some reds in there <laughs> hold on i got a syringe hold on let's let's just take it out no i also you know i i just think like there's you know the straws are happening yeah well everyone's is upset. alcohol safe alcohol i i really hope so kev okay for our sake I, apparently it's not because what i've been reading is that like there's there's been a resurgence a resurgence of non-alcoholic beer <laughs> Like there's this is a this was it ever true. big though was an alcoholic beer ever like a big deal I think it was well, I think it was really like all right so when did it come out probably in the early eighties I think it was it's like, I think it's earlier it's like, than hey, that but I think it, wow I think but I think like the age of commercials I think all right you just remember the eighties because plus we were only been Born. on the planet yeah, since the eighties so we I don't remember the sixties because I wasn't here I think it was like more of a niche thing but for me like non alcoholic beer was always just kind of this weird thing. You know, it's like this, like fifty-year-old yuppie retired police officer, like uh, who used to be an alcoholic. Yeah, used to be an alcoholic. Still wants a taste of the bubbly, but doesn't want to punch his wife. So like he's got a. <laughs> So like he's Milwaukee's best is what right. keeps the hands off the woman. I guess that's what. Like, right. That's like the slogan for old duels. It should be like 
Three divorces, two car repossessions. <laughs> exactly. Three behind on your mortgage. Oh, duels. Now, like that'd be awesome. My but- favorite part about when I first saw an alcoholic beer for the first time, I was at the store. And I was trying to buy like some real piece of shit beer, like Schaefer, you know, like six dollars yeah. for a twelve pack. Which we're not too far off from what we used to buy that all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I saw Milwaukee's Best, and it's and I was like, it's even cheaper. It's like five dollars. So I was like, for that extra fifty cents, I'll get the Milwaukee's Best. But in like teeny tiny yep. fine print, it's not like advertised. Like it's like Milwaukee's Best, non-alcoholic. Real in parentheses at the bottom, and like it's like a, it's like the third clause. It says non-alcoholic. I've seen that. So it wants to like trick you into buying it. Why somehow. the fuck would Milwaukee's Best even give a shit? Like what is that? Like that's that's the uh, recovering alcoholic on a budget. Yeah, exactly. Like, what the fuck is that? Like I want to get drunk. I don't. I wanna... That's like the most random one to do a non-alcoholic. It's weird. It's weird. But I didn't know there was a resurgence. Like what? Like what do you? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't. Been well, to apparently the... there's like bars in Brooklyn and Manhattan where there's just non-alcoholic bars. So it's a bar. Right. That sells no booze, but it pretends to sell booze. Right, exactly. Okay. And I'm sure they're like $17 a piece. Oh, like, there's still Manhattan, Brooklyn prices, all that kind of it's stuff. It's like, this is our apricot grapefruit beer. It's made with the tears of children. I was reading this article later, and I'll credit whoever wrote it. Cause yeah, I, I got to find it. Not the, the thing that I, but there's this one thing that this just kills me, and this just like makes me laugh so much. Oh, being like, you know, kind of an alcoholic. Being I, a drunk you know, just being like that kind of person. Being a booze just bag. makes me laugh. It, I, I feel like Grant, uh, like, Gran Torino Clint Eastwood sometimes when I hear this stuff. Yeah, I get old, man. But this, get off my This lawn. person who wrote this article about non-alcoholic beer said, as millennials continue to reject the alcohol-centric culture of our <laughs> forefathers, sobriety is having a moment. And some people aren't giving booze up entirely, but rather becoming sober curious. Oh, boy. I l- that's the world we live in, man. I'm that, scav- like, that's... Now, all of a sudden, the guy that's having a good time drinking alcohol is getting judged by this asshole over here with his fucking old duels. Well, the t- Heineken has one. Can now. I see that for a second? I sure. See, I, I just want to look at the. I just want to look at the actual print of. Um, I mean, I just quoted that from the article, and we'll credit the article. Where's the sober curious? I want to see. That's the. That's the one oh, right, right here, there. here. Yeah. So uh, again, this sober is something curious. where, and there's there's a bar in Brooklyn. I think it's called the Getaway. And there's one in Manhattan. So um, it's called a getaway, but you actually don't go anywhere. Right. But that's the thing, too. It's like, how much fun can you have there? I'm riding the waves of Jesus' love. Yeah. Like, we getting turned up tonight, Lou? Like, how we, we're going well, to the getaway tonight? Like, I, what the I, fuck? I remember, how? if you remember, okay, so back, like, all right, so we were born in the 80s. So, like, when we say kids, we're, like, we're talking about, like, mid to late 90s. The straight edge movement, I feel like there was a period of time when like the straight edge movement yeah. kind of got huge. But we were like 16, so it was like, yeah, of course you're straight edge. You're not allowed to buy alcohol <laughs> anyway. So like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I'm straight edge. It's I'm like above the influence. You're not straight edge. You're 15. So like, wait three years. But anyway, so I've met people like, okay, now I'm 35, who are about my age. Most of them are recovering. So they. They don't want to drink anymore. That's cool. They don't want to do drugs anymore. That's even better. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. But they have like, you know, it's the same thing of like people who quit smoking or quit like, like I don't eat meat, but I'm not walking around going like, Kev, there's another choice. <laughs> I don't care. Do whatever the hell you want. You're all, we're all going to die. Like that cryptic message, like you, you appear in like a trench coat. But I just feel like there's so many people who are like, and I guess that's why this makes sense that it's a recurrence of non-alcoholic beverages or, or sober curiosities, whatever you want to call it, is because 
there are still people like you know you, you we have these notions of like well those days are over and now we're better it's 2019 and really it's the same yeah it's a new the same thing where they're it's just like, trying to seem like they're a better yeah version of people but they're they're still the same people yeah, it's, deep it's, down they're just judging a lot harder yeah. at at like but their, pretending their they're father not judging. and their and their mother yeah, like yeah. how they were raised that kind of judgment it's like when you pretend you're not judging you're like no no I found a better way. We can have a sober this good time. This is exactly what it is. We can have a sober good time. It's like, I have a sober good time every day at work, but, but then Luke, I want to get boozed up. But I want to meet like the, the kid who got hooked on O'Doul's early on. Like he was like, every time he go in his fridge, like he, like he, you know, the, the typical choice is like Sunny D, iced tea, Purple milk. stuff. And then he was just like, slid it aside. What's this O'Doul's? <laughs> I want to see a guy that was like, a, I've been drinking this since I was 11 because really, if you think about it, why the fuck not? Yeah, it's There's just, no alcohol in it. It's just you soda. can literally drink O'Doul's I could I could put it in my my baby bottle for my child if I wanted to. I mean, and get them hooked on O'Doul's. I mean, like, I wouldn't. I mean, but child services will be called either. Technically, way. you could, right? Yeah, I, guess I mean, there's so. no alcohol in it. Yeah, no. it's just the fun the fun of <laughs> something like without the, the fun. It, I, w- I want the what bubbles. the hell is the fucking slogan? I don't know. Like rock bottom, sober curious. We like, have this too. The term sober curious is really going to stay with me for the rest of the day. At yeah. least the rest of the day. I'm pretty pretty. Well, I would. You know what I would do? I think we should go to that bar and like start coining that around there. We're like, yeah, I heard about this bar. I've been really sober curious for the last year. I have to wear seeing, a scarf. Seeing... <laughs> I have to, I have to have a silk scarf. Yeah. On you have time. to have a, yeah, you definitely have to have like that beatnik look. It's like, I'm feeling like a Shirley temple boys. What about you guys? <laughs> Version of course. <laughs> That's now, what it's just. I do want to, I actually do want to go. We should actually go to a non-alcoholic. Yeah. Bar. Because what are you? All right. So, Beer makes sense. You have, okay, there was tons of non-alcoholic beers now because of the resurgence. Right. I'm sure there are people who are making like craft, crap beers where it's like, this one's called Thor's Hammer and it's like, you know, it's made of like apricots. You know, <laughs> this will knock you on your ass. Yeah, whatever. And it's got no booze in it and it's just like for the taste and that's whatever. But what else do you serve there? There's no alcohol. I mean, there's no like vodka behind the bar. That's because- what I mean. But th- if that's like people's version of fun. Well, I don't, I don't want to live in this world. I guess, I guess what, because right. if this really takes off and like, let's just say like half the bars in Brooklyn become non-alcoholic Ugh, bars, don't say half that. the bars in Manhattan become non-alcoholic no, bars. What the fuck is next? They took our straws. They took our fucking alcohol. What the fuck is next? Well, you know what? I don't feel like that. I don't ever feel like that. I don't feel like you said, like, like you said, I don't feel like the old man from Grand Tour. like, these I kids, do. I don't. I have a couple of kids. However, I do have this thought every once in a while. And uh, I feel like we're in that place now where like we're in, in, a, in, a, in a conversation where the thought is coming to me where it's like, I'm so happy that I was a kid when I was a kid mm-hmm. and a teenager when I was a teenager and in my 20s when I was. Because if I was in my 20s now, you all would know who I am because I'd be on the news because we just for alcohol in general drank pretty much solid four days a week for about four and a half years. As if the world was ending. Right. Ever. Like it was like Viking funerals. Like, what's today, Tuesday? Let's drink a bottle of Devil Springs right. and uh, not feel feelings anymore. What do but you guys Meanwhile, they got non alcoholic bars called the fucking getaway. The getaway. You guys like, want to get away? You want to see a real getaway? Oh, like, yeah, just yeah. just go back to 2004. You want to have a real getaway? Drink a fifth of, uh, of Devil Springs <laughs> and just wherever you wake up, like it's a vacation. Like it's, a, it's like black, it's like active drunk. You just kind of like lose your shoes. You kind of pass out, <laughs> but you you know you your 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 brain goes to sleep, but your body goes on an adventure. It's a real getaway. I kind of feel like I want to start doing that though, with like a lot of words. Like just put curious after it. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we could really we could come up with a couple of. I'm things. feeling real pizza curious right now, <laughs> and uh, maybe 
just in celebration of this conversation, when we're done here, we should just go get a beer. Just one beer. We should. And just take a picture of it and just hashtag sober curious. And like, I was curious about sober. And then I remembered Bud Light existed. So yeah. Heineken has a new one. It's called 0.0. It's only like 67 calories, and that's the non-alcoholic Heineken. Yeah. It's so that so that now that Heineken has gotten involved, you see like how it's kind of hitting a resurgence. Yeah, that's that's weird. So it's called 0.0, yeah. and it's basically water, but it it's is. nine dollar water. It's nine dollar water, which is awesome. <laughs> well, you're having a good time, right? <laughs> Are you having a good time because? We, how I want, the fuck can you have a good time? I want to see the non-alcoholic right. beer commercial where it's like, you know, like the, how the beer commercials are just terrible in general. It's like seven guys get together and everyone has a good time and high fives. And we actually made it to the place, even though we got lost. And, you know, they beat and they drink whatever they're drinking at the time, like whatever it is. Like beer commercials in general are terrible. I want to see the non-alcoholic beer commercial where it's like, we, we drank all night and nothing happened. And right. Like, I'm, my wife's yelling at me. And I went to bed at 8 o'clock. Like, <laughs> what is there to do? Got to work on time. Didn't oh, fuck dude. my wife last night. Went to bed at 8. Got a great night of sleep. Like, <laughs> what the, what, that's the fucking commercial, right? It's like, you won't get drunk, but you'll be plenty hydrated. Right. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I mean, I got to be honest. Like, it's weird and it's funny. Right. But at the same time, it is actually like alien it's like a weird, it's like, yeah. I don't understand the, if you don't want to drink, why don't you try this? Not drinking. Yeah. Like, just have a Coke. and you're, It's like someone asked alcohol. you what they did last night. What'd you do last night? Oh, I made positive choices. <laughs> that's you, it. What'd you, ha- what'd you do last that's night? Gonna be the, that's going to be the new norm. Like, that's a good time. I had 40 cans of having a good time. <laughs> but like, but think about it. Like, so, like, obviously, you don't have to drink to excess. Us, and this, we're, we're excluded from that equation. Obviously, every time I drink, it's only to excess. Right. I don't drink a beer... I mean, I could have a beer, like maybe later. We'll yeah, have a I can have a beer. Like if I go out, I can have a beer. But if it's Saturday too. night, it's not like I have to get. You know, that, that's not how I am. But but it helps though. In the different other moments, you know, like when you're like at your house on a Saturday night, yeah, or something like that, and it's different. It's yeah, a different mentality. The kids are in another room. Wife's in the other room. You're like, let's just drink until we can't. Let's just say you started doing non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, I can't. Like you just brought it over. Like you were like, you were like showing it off. You were like moving it around just to like kind of like show us like, yeah, look at this shiny new thing we got here, huh? Hey, smell it. That's a note of chocolate. Who wants to play a drinking game? It's a real oaky afterbirth. It's a Michael Scott quote. It's a Michael Scott quote. I'm sorry. But um, no, I I just, it is, it is like kind of like I actually do. We should actually set up a, a, a Friday night. Or Saturday night, and go. I want to go to one of these non-alcoholic bars. I want to walk in, and I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try really hard not to be a piece of shit and not be an asshole. I'm going to, but I'm gonna try really hard not to be like, "Hey guys, this isn't this isn't fun. What is? How is this a business? Like, let me go in and have six or seven nothing. Yeah. Like, you know what else is a non-alcoholic bar? Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, <laughs> Pizza Hut. Because you can just go in there. There's food and drink, and it's non-alcoholic. I don't understand the the you know. I understand non-alcoholic beer. It was designed for the alcoholic who needed to, you know, it's like it's like Nicorette gum. I want the nicotine. I just don't want the lung cancer. So I want to just quote one thing real quick. So Heineken 0.0. Oh, God. Um, the Heineken poster read, meet someone for a drink at the gym. <laughs> I'm sorry. Meet someone for a drink at the gym. I don't want to spit my seltzer on these microphones. Make barre class feel like a bar. Make barre class. What is? I don't know what barre is. Let me is say. It, is it bear? B a r r e. I don't know. It's we're hip, so unsophisticated. Thing. We're so uns- unsophisticated. But have, a, have that, a drink at the gym. At the gym. 
Like you're sucking down O'Doul's, like doing like freaking. See, squat I was thrusts. I was real excited about doing this podcast again, and you came in here with this bullshit, and now you're like making me I'm hate the world. You, this is the, the decay of society. You're making me hate things. Since yeah. we haven't done the podcast in a couple of years, this is what we have to fucking look forward to. I I gotta be honest, like I'm. At least you got the Impossible Whopper, though. That's like that's like the best news you have. I, I love the Impossible yeah. Whopper, but the Impossible Whopper doesn't pretend. It's not like it's a burger. That's not a burger. It's shaped like a patty. Oh sure, but there's but, no like. But the marketing is a little look. I don't iffy. care about all that, Kev. All I care about is the sweet pickles, the onions, the lettuce, the ketchup, the mayonnaise. But you said different brands have like words like Beyond Burger. Well, there's Beyond Impossible Burger. Well, Beyond is a brand, so they have sausage burgers. Do they have Forbidden Burger. Well, I think a forbidden burger would actually be meat. Like you open it up and it's actual steak. <laughs> this is forbidden. <laughs> You're sneaking it off into the boiler room to eat it. Like she'll never know. I mean, I gotta be honest. Like I like, I like all the fake. You know, because like some of that stuff is so processed anyway. Like if you get like fake chicken patties, yep. Take a chicken, fake chicken patty, like a vegan chicken patty. Put it next to like a Tyson's chicken patty. <laughs> bite into both of them, and I will give you a hundred dollars if you can tell me the difference because. A real a chicken like Tyson's chicken patty is not chicken. It's a white substance covered in like a, 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 in, a in a in a in a fried matter that you put on the bun with cheese and ketchup and yeah, this is chicken. Well, they put that description on the bag. It's on the so bag. It is on the I'm bag. I'm still right. enticed by it. Yeah, I still yeah. like it. So Swanson's though. My, <laughs> my kids little... seem to love it. So I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Kids like I remember being a kid and eating crap like you know pizza and chicken t- tenders and fries and right. stuff like that. Now you're older and you realize like this is just it's poison. I mean, I want it. But it's it the reason why like for example like you talked about mentioning your blood pressure like you can't have it Kev like you want to have it you want to have yeah. a double bacon whatever but you know what happens when you eat that stuff it just kills you but then but we give it to our kids like I don't have any kids but I have my my niece and nephew you're just like shut up and eat this salt block yeah but that's the whole thing is that you know the the generations were always like that, that yeah that's I mean, what I kids think. eat just whatever just yeah shut kids them up. kids always eat whatever and it's hard to like get them to really eat like nutritious things sometimes I mean unless it was the forties because my my parents have stories <laughs> well, about like the forties was a little bit different we had mom had liver we all ate liver it's like that's why you're sad that's <laughs> yeah why we got to like, go feed them hogs you right? have repressed memories now yeah. it's like I don't want to eat the liver because it's disgusting right but uh. Like anytime someone says during the depression, I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I was I went through a depression too. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, it was 2005, 2007. Right. The crops weren't growing. Oh, yeah. shut up. Now the Great Depression for me is the fact that a non-alcoholic bar exists in the land of bars, like yeah. in Manhattan. So we have to go to one. But I'm, because people are getting more sober curious. I mean, I just can't stop saying this. <laughs> Uh, there's got to be T-shirts. There's got to be something going on with this. Well, you know what it is? We are. We definitely. I mean, buzzwords and like lingo and has changed. You know, they're changed throughout the decades. We are in the the golden age of like buzzwords mm-hmm. and like and like key phrases because everything has to be marketable. Yeah, it's like a tweet or like an Instagram post. Right. So like the words like hashtag curious. Yeah. So like curious is like something to just like tag on. Like for example, the word safe. I've started to hate the word safe, even though, like, you know, because it has space after. Well, because it's either safe space or, like, okay, for example, the word triggered is kind of a, it it used to be a real thing. And now it's to a point where, like, or even like, um, I saw something the other day and I'm going to try to think of it real quick. It's, um, uh, not oppressed. It's a word just like that. Um, oh, crap. I can't think of it now. But there's like literally feeds where people talk about how they are basically oppressed. And they give their their examples of oppression. I know. And when you get their examples of oppression, you're like, I don't think you know what oppression means. They don't. You don't really know. But that's but people that make is, fun of my curly but hair. If you, if you say that that you're a piece of shit, yeah, for yeah, not yeah, yeah. respecting why they're oppressed, and, yeah, 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 all that kind of just, stuff. You know, I mean, that's just again 
all these things I'm talking about is that's just a little bit of a microcosm of kind of the world yeah, we're yeah. in now. But we're in like this like golden age. I feel like a man out of time. Like I feel like I've like I've I've come to the future just to see it go to shit. Like this is what I feel like. Like I'm going back to like tell everybody like don't even fucking bother. Well, you know, like and buy a lot of straws because you won't be able to get them soon. It's almost funny. It's funny for those of you guys out there who uh, who know who Doug Stanhope is. I know we know who yeah, Doug Stanhope he's is. He talks about how like. You know, when we we're going to be the first generation who who uh, outdoes the previous generation, but in the opposite fashion. Yeah, we're like back in the day, people were like, "These kids today are crazy." Now it's like these kids today are are like a bunch of pussies. Yeah, like when people say like, "Oh, don't go to that town; they're twenty years behind the times." Like, yeah, book me there. But that's why I feel like, uh, like, like I say. Grand Torino, Clint Eastwood sometimes. Yeah, well. Besides the racial stuff. I mean, yeah, like the, but, the crusty old man <laughs> shit, not the other yeah, stuff. Yeah, the crusty old man. No, like, exactly. Like the, you know, like the whole thing of like, you know, telling men to man up. Yeah. I understand how that is can be like really toxic. Like yeah. how like people my age and me, my, you know, me personally, when you're a, a guy, you actually, there's like, there's like an extreme. Like you can't even have like a feeling because like you're just a pussy. Yeah. But now they've taken that example of like, hey, let's not do that, and then we won't make so many shitty people. And they've gone so far to the other extreme where it's like, you know, now it's like, well, my son wears a dress, and I support that. And it's like, I get it, you're allowed to do those things and do it if you must, but yeah. I, I don't know. I, I do. I, you, I mean, there I'm, is still something I, I wanna, endearing like, about an 80-year-old man calling people a bunch of pussies. Yeah, I mean, it is There's funny. something like, you know, like, yeah, he's yeah. probably right. Like, <laughs> I, I, I trust that guy's judgment. Yeah. Yeah, he, he grew up in a world where you know they, he had shit. He had yeah. nothing. Yeah, exactly. And he he turned out okay. Yeah, exactly. Kind of. Well, exactly. I do agree. Like that's the whole thing. All these like movements that are out there, I think twenty five percent of what they're doing is like rightfully placed. Like, hey, we got to make a change. But then these weak people get their hands on it and they go like, no, we're gonna go all the way to the other way <laughs> and just ruin it. So like you have people who are like. You know, like, for example, now we live in a time where you can't even have a difference of opinion with most people because if you do, you're the enemy. Yeah. Hashtag you're going to be on CNN. That's kind of how it is now. Yeah, you're just... And, you know, as we continue to progress the show, well, you know, there are so many examples. Oh, yeah. Of that. We, so, many, so many things going on. We opened like up that. all the cans of worms yeah. today, Kev. Cans yeah, this, of worms. there's cans a big of, can of worms cans of worms. on the table. But, yeah, I mean, there, there's tons of stuff like that. I mean, we'll... We'll definitely get into that, you know, as well, we Well, what else What else do you have there in your, your copy? Well, I just, Brian. you know what it is, is that, you know, as we talk about, you know, safe spaces and triggered and kind of stuff like that, you know, just even like stand-up comedy has become such a hotbed discussion that, you you know, even, even comedians are being held to this like moral standard that they have to watch what they say. Well, I mean, all right. So like we... I'm sure, I don't know if you saw the new Dave Chappelle special. I'm I've sure. seen it four times. Yeah, I think it's right, amazing. So. But like... So, to me, to say that to you, I've watched Chappelle since the beginning. Yeah. I, mean, I remember on Def Comedy Jam. I remember yeah. watching his first half hour special, watching his first ha- hour special, mm-hmm. being amazed by how like incredible this guy is. Yeah, and, and like so that's how far back I go. It was pre Chappelle or Chappelle show. Yeah. Um. So that's the thing is that like I feel like he could do no wrong as far as comedy goes. Yeah. Um. But the problem, definitely in the top ten of all comics of all time. But again, you know, some of the best comedians are the ones that really you know they kind of push the envelope. They want to just. Maybe maybe some of it's offensive to some people, but again, they're looking at it equal opportunity. Why can't we make fun of this certain exactly. type of person? Why does why does this person get occluded from being made fun of? That's the, his mentality. Yeah. Um, uh, but the thing is, like Lou, like the thing is, is I, I say like it's amazing, and like there are people out there who will go, "How do you find that amazing?" Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What 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 
part of the comedy was amazing to you. Yeah, exactly. You're like, that's the kind of thing. It's like, well, it made me laugh. Yeah, exactly. How about that? No, comedy oh, is the that, most democratic. Oh, yeah. oh, you found yeah. that, you found it to be funny. Yeah, well, that you all. Oh, so you're okay. that kind of person. So you're transphobic. You're racist. No. You're all these things. It's like no. Uh, he, he's a stand-up comedian. It's, it's funny. It's funny. Well, that's it. That's that's the way well, it is. But that that's not how things are. No, no, no. Now, now, like, all right. So as far as comedy goes, it's the most democratic form of entertainment there is. Right. You are talking, facing a group of people from fifteen to five thousand, and if they laugh, prob- that's it. There's no argument. If they don't laugh, that's how most comics from Jerry Seinfeld to whoever, right. you know, the biggest comics in the world to the, you know, guys starting up right now. If you're not getting laughs, that's your answer. You yeah. don't need to be like, what's wrong with that? You know, comedians aren't like yelling at the audience. Um, but all you need is like one person in that audience to like tweet like, well, I can't believe he said. And then that well, becomes, that's what it is. But even if you sorry to cut you off, Lou, but you're you read just like professional ah. reviews of stand up comedy. OK, think about it. We live in a world. Where like people are reviewing this on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah, like it's a movie. It's yeah. it's a guy doing stand up yeah, comedy, exactly. and they're picking bits and pieces of the stand up comedy, and they're focusing on that, and they're telling us not even to watch the stand up because of how offensive. This is what he said. Then he said this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he said this about trans people. Then he went off in this tangent about gun control. It's like a transcript of. It like, is not a fucking TED talk. <laughs> Dave Chappelle didn't exactly. go there to go give a speech on the fucking White House lawn. Yeah. he's not giving the Gettysburg Address. He's doing an hour of comic or an hour of comedy about, as he says, pussy jokes. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, that's what he's doing. Now, were you talking? Yeah. You, you mentioned that the the critics. I'm sure you you know. I, I'm sure you, uh, we talked we talked about it a little bit earlier. But like, so what they tried to do was, and I don't really understand the goal here. What was the actual goal? The what they goal. The goal to of it accomplish. Was, was to point out that this guy should not even be taken in at all. Like his voice should not be heard at all. Yeah, okay. Because of because again, he said these offensive exactly. things. And again, this isn't the first time he said these things. On a couple of no, the specials, no, of he's not. caught in flack for the same things. Yeah. Now, if you want to go watch the specials, you be your be the judge. But again, be the judge. They were trying to be the judge for you. And just so you know, like they are on Netflix. Yeah. So like that is in and of itself. Well, that's what Dave Chappelle says. He says, you know, you clicked on my face, motherfucker. Yeah, this exactly. is what, you have a choice. Exactly. You don't have to listen to but it. But just the fact that it's on Netflix, like Netflix knows this guy's going to bring money and viewers. So that's why they gave him a special. Yeah. So it, they, so basically the uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and I don't even know why Rotten Tomatoes did this because they're, anyway, they got five progressive, quote unquote progressive, uh, critics to watch it in advance and then critiqued it. They all gave him a zero across the board. All five of them said it was, you know, whatever. I didn't read their critiques. Yeah, the first couple of days the special came out, it was trending Rotten Tomatoes 0%. Now, I think it got all the way up to nine reviews, then it started getting up to like 33%. But this is just professional critics. So yeah. certain critics get the designation that they can be part of Rotten Tomatoes. It's not like every single critic, it's like you get that certain designation, you could do it. But then what happened was a week later... They opened it up, they right? They opened it to the public. Yeah. So in nine reviews, negative, zero. 16,000 <laughs> voted at 99% certified fresh yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. Has anything ever been 100 on Rotten Tomatoes? I don't know, but that's pretty damn close. That's awesome. And man. that's not nine reviews. That's 16,000. Yeah, exactly. It's probably more than that. I haven't looked in a long time. That's awesome. But all by all rights and means, like most people that watch that special, most normal people, I don't want to say normal, but they loved it. It was great, but that's the thing is that it still continued with the reviews. 
it continued with the backlash. If you read the reviews of everything, Dave Chappelle refuses to apologize. Dave Chappelle, the the producer of the R. Kelly documentary speaks out. (laughs) The producer of Finding Neverland speaks out about Dave Chappelle's comments. Other people, every single thing like was still unfavorably about Dave Chappelle. But in the meantime, it was like everybody was finding it to be hilarious, except for you know again this. It is, it is the thing is this, no one wants to admit that it is a small even the outrage right. it's a small population and that's how it always is but it's that's tiny. the way it works now is that even a small percentage of people will really dictate what people really think about something yeah and well, that's or, and, or try to and we're too afraid to to push back at that for fear that oh you're one of them too like that's kind of how it is now yeah well what they do is i mean like the pressure though you know obviously we all know this how it works is you say a thing that's a bad word or supposedly whoever you offend some one person they blog about it and their little blog gets all the way up to like colgate and now colgate wants to pull their sponsorship and then once one sponsor pulls or threatens to pull that's just that's basically them pretending they care. Colgate doesn't care. They want they want money from the, your show, and then all the other sponsors pretend they have to. They like, well, if they're gonna care. We have to pretend we care too. And then before you know it, now it's money. And when the money gets involved, that's when the, there's a big problem. Yeah, and what it looks like here too is that you know uh, there's another thing that, that that came out today, the the Joker movie. Okay. So this looks like it's gonna be another one of those things. So I haven't like, seen right it. Right now, on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, the professional reviews are at 69%. It's not great, and it's not terrible like Dave yeah. Chappelle's was, but then the audience score right now is 92%. Yeah. But then I started reading the reviews of these professional critics, and holy shit, man. It's the same fucking thing over and over again. Read that but one. I just want to just, yeah. yeah so this is, um, <laughs> this is Richard Brody from The New Yorker. He goes, Joker is a wannabe movie that also wants to be all things to all viewers, that imitates the notion of adding substance while only subtracting it. Joker is a viewing experience of a rare numbing emptiness. A.O. <laughs> Scott of the New York Times. Joker, an empty, foggy exercise in secondhand style <laughs> and second-rate philosophizing has none of that. Is philosophizing a word? Besoded with the notion of its own audacity as if willful unpleasantness were a form of artistic courage. The film turns out to be afraid of its own shadow, or at least of the faintest shadow of any actual relevance. <sighs> Thanks, Marcus Aurelius. People get paid to fucking write this shit. It's a it's a fucking comic book movie. Well, I gotta say one thing. So I I always hated. I know like critics like I, we know people who are actually movie critics. I don't like critics. Period. Because even if they're right, I don't care. Let me. I'm gonna watch it and. But think about coming out of the movie and like talking like that. Yeah, exactly. Well, the philosophizing was a little <laughs> bit off. I found it to be a foggy, grim, dark tunnel that I did not want to explore. What the, the fuck did you think it was about? Yeah, it yeah. clearly is about a guy that has mental illness. I, I, I just put myself in that. In like they're, they're like you come out of the movie, put your popcorn bag in the garbage, you put your soda down, you get in your car, and you go. Oh, the black nothingness and the shadows. <laughs> like, I, I really feel like that is like, it's like the most contrived bullshit ever. It's like, I have to say this because this makes me sound intelligent and important and blah, 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 blah. I'm, I'm like woke as fuck by saying this and you're not at all. It's like fake woke. One more. Like, yeah, please. One. More. Uh, Jake Coyle, the Associated Press. Joker, though, is a calculatedly combustible concoction (laughs) designed like its chaos creating character to cause a stir to provoke and distort i wish it was as radical as it thinks it is oh my god i hate that this is like someone writing a review on like a fucking like 
famous speech. Is that like the Wizard of Oz, like the, like the, the great and uh, powerful Oz, like critiquing? Someone wrote this like with a felt tip pen. There was like a feather with ink in yeah, it. Like, like, Dearest Abigail, <laughs> do not see the like that. The, but that first line, like all the, the like the uh, alliteration there, like like you clittering, clankering collection of colliginous junk, a calculatedly combustible concoction. Oh my god! Like here's how I picture this. Okay, so in my mind, they're sitting at their laptop or their iPad. And they don't just like, I have to get these feelings out. They are like literally like, like, you know, making every, like just like growing this fucking plant of shit and just like really building. It's the most, it's, I honestly, like, I don't, I know that the, in the, in, I guess in the, in the profession, they have to like pay attention. Do, do, have you ever like read a critique? I mean, don't get me wrong. Like sometimes they're right. Like the movie's not good, but like I never read a, a critique. Everyone was like, oh God, I'm never going to see this movie or. No, not some, at all. I think what's, what's better is if like you don't like a movie, then you go watch a movie or you go read the reviews after it. And you're like, cause you want people to agree with you like, yeah, at yeah, some point. Yeah. So that's kind of what I do sometimes. Um, but really the, that the, is just awful. Well, these reviews are stemming from all the controversy of the movie because what's the controversy? Well, the controversy movie? of the movie is that, you know, the the theater in Aurora where they had that shooting okay. in Colorado, like they the, the 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 community wrote a letter to like the makers of the film saying it's going to send the wrong message. So they're not even showing that movie in that theater where that shooting took place. And then like all across the country, they're adding police and security to every movie theater because they feel like there's going to be some type of a copycat thing. Which again, it's you know possible. I mean, now, okay, so are you? Does that? Is that giving away plot? Is there like some kind of a movie theater shooting in the in the movie? I think there's some type of thing that happens. At the, I'm not sure. I don't want to give any way any spoilers. Of no, the I never movie. saw the movie. Yet. I didn't see it either. But what I'm saying is, is that uh, it's almost like they feel like this is inappropriate to have a movie like this at these times. So this is kind of where these reviews come from, where like they think that they're like, pandering be, because because of all the things that have happened in this country, like. Why do we need a movie like this? And that's what these reviews are about. So I feel like they've been told, write the shit out of this movie, make it seem like you know a bleak depiction of our current society, and make people not want to see the movie. That's kind of how I feel. About or they have like again, they when if something does happen, all these newspapers, the New Yorker, New York Times, Wall Street, they can be like, we didn't, we didn't, we weren't on board with that. Right. We're on the right side of things. Well, that's the whole thing. It's that they they think that that because this movie is out, like that they're that that movie is just designed to do that. It's designed to trigger the crazies and to do into to causing hysteria. Like that that that's the only reason that the movie was made. Not that the Joker has been around since the fucking 1930s as yeah, a character. Exactly. Nothing to do with that, but it's like a 20... comic book property that DC Comics owns. Yeah. Okay, they're trying to, that's the thing, they're just trying to make it out to be this like nihilistic portrayal that will cause mayhem on the streets. They really think that that's what this movie's going to do. Cold, dark shadows. And that's what these reviews stem from. But, but you know, that's what I, that's what I said. It's so, that, I think what I'm going to do is, between now and then, I'm going to see the movie, mm-hmm. and I'm going to have my review for next time. Okay. And I think we should, I mean, not in the next week. I mean, hopefully, like I said, we want to try to do this every Friday. But at some point in the next month, we have to go to an alcoholic bar. No, and that's, let's, I think we'll leave it at right here. Yeah. Is that we will, we will do that. And I will promote the shit out of it. Okay. No, we'll I'm going to bring, I'm going to have a camera. We'll get, we'll get all our friends to go. Like <laughs> all our friends that are, that love to drink, love to get hammered. My birthday's next month. Let's do it. And, and we'll, how about this? We'll know it's a non-alcoholic bar, but they won't know. Oh, how God. about that? Like we get there. It's like, who's, 
Who's up for some uh, Who's hungry? strawberry daiquiris? Jal- jalapeno poppers. <laughs> All right. So that's our homework. Next week, uh, I-, I would like to in the next week. I mean, it's in the theaters, right? The Joker? It I just can... came out today. All right. So I can go see it like tomorrow. If you I could go to. now if you wanted to. Kev, I got things to do today. Wow. I got to go shopping. I got to get an onion. I got to get tomatoes. I'm making veggie pizza. That's my life now. It's like, you want some cheese on your pizza? I'm like, yes. Um, you sound like you sound like a guy that wants to go to a non-alcoholic bar now. I mean, I'm sober curious. That's a good conversation I'm starter. I'm sober curious that is a good con- You know what? I'll tell you what. That is a good conversation starter at a non-alcoholic bar. Who's up for some vegan pizza? Just had it. What are your toppings? Wow. Vivid, amazing conversations you're going to have. The soy sauce is just to die for. Yeah. No. <laughs> So, yeah, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, this is a great first episode in a long time, Kev, and we haven't done this in a while. Wow, you're really praising yourself. I'm pra- I'm give- that's high praise. We'll we'll check the recording on that. <laughs> I like that you like put a disclaimer next episode. Uh, further review, uh, not really. Yeah, yeah. Next time we come back, like, last week was a total shit show. Turns out my mic was off the whole time. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to the Big Bucket of Chicken. We have we'll to wave, Kev. No one's- Can we have to wave? Can we wave? All right. We're good. We're good. All right. <laughs> the viewers at home, the live, the live feed. <laughs> Kev, the live feed. That's awesome. That was cool. All right. Nice. I enjoyed that very much. Yeah. I don't know how long that was. Oh, we went. I was like probably like close to 45 minutes.